Hi everyone, welcome to episode two of Let's Chat. We have some really good news um, recently here in the UK. A few weeks back, um, Boris Johnson, our Prime Minister, stated that we could see other people. And by that, um, it just means that he expanded um, the number amount of people that we were able to see that were not a part of our household. However, in recent days, we can now do something called social bubbling. I think that's what it's called. And it's basically um, a single person can go into another house of another person who's single um, for some time and some much needed company, if you guys know what I mean. Anyways, we have loads to discuss on this episode and we'll get into it. And we were talking about dating during the pandemic and what does that look like? And we were just, you know, chit-chatting it up, having a bit of a laugh because it's it's good on one sense and where obviously you have so much time where you can sit down and talk to people and talk on the phone, text, FaceTime. Um, and you can even do that with multiple people. Um, and for me, that sounds like an orgasm. I love talking. Um, so that for me was, you know, wasn't that big of a deal. But my friend was talking about kind of the stress of FaceTiming and video chatting and, you know, having to put a bit of makeup on and finding, you know, the right lighting and all of this sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, I can't fucking be asked, to be honest with you, like, you're going to have to take me as I am. But then I thought, wait, no, hold on. This is early days of dating. You can't get complacent. You can't get comfortable. Plus, you want to look your best, right? I'm not saying that, you know, your um, no makeup face is not a good look. It's just not something that you would potentially present yourself for the first time to a suitor, right? So we were talking about, you know, some of these like little nuances of, you know, instead of, you know, going out for a drink or going out for a meal or even, you know, watching a film together or just stuff like that. Like everything is across a screen, right? And thankfully we have apps such as Zoom and House Party that kind of makes the interaction a bit more feasible and, you know you guys can decide to watch something together on Netflix or, you know, chat or, you know, I don't know, show each other where you live, what you like to do at home, maybe do a workout together. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of things to do to kind of ease the awkwardness of just talking. Um, But we were also talking about, okay, so when do you move from going off screen and actually meeting in person, especially with social distancing? And I said, there's not really much you can do. Like, obviously, you can go out for a walk um, and maybe have a meet, you know, in a park um, and have a picnic. And for me, that sounds amazing like I don't mind being outdoors going for a walk hopefully 
had some nice scenery and just chatting. Obviously, the social distancing might be a bit awkward. Um, but outside of that, I'm like, yeah, that's absolutely amazing. But I'm also kind of a hands-on type of girl. So my best and favorite date will either be I'm hiking um, or I'm in the arcade somewhere or I'm, I'm in a restaurant eating food because I love food. Um, and so obviously two out of three of the things I mentioned you can't do. So she was telling me that her first date in being in a park was awkward as fuck. She was just like, you know, even though we talked on the phone quite a lot, when we met up in person, the only thing that we could really do was talk. We couldn't really, you know, do too much. He didn't really bring anything with him. She didn't really bring anything with her. So it was just them walking and talking. And I said, well, okay, so how was, you know, the chemistry physically? Obviously, you know, you kind of build yourself up when you're talking to someone. And then once you're presenting with them in person, like, did it live up to the hype? And they were both physically attracted to each other. But I think because there wasn't anything else to stimulate them, uh, it kind of felt a bit dead to her. And I just thought, raw, like dating in this time, like it would be quite difficult to to navigate through because on one end of the stick, if I talk to someone for too long, I can instantly friend zone them. Um, even if I like them, they just naturally happen to just fall into that friend zone kind of phase. And I don't know whether it's me. I don't know whether they want to stay there. I don't know how that dynamic works, but it just always ended up, you know, kind of going down that, that line and that route. If I kept talking and we never progressed it outside of that. And another thing that my friend was, me and my friend were talking about was, dating so obviously you talk you go out on dates you try to get a feeler about them but there has to be some level of physical intimacy right so whether it's you know hand touching whether it's you know flirting a little bit with you know jabs and 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 touches just to kind of fill the person out or if it's kissing or even if it's sex like these are all things that you can't normally do now I'm not saying that it's not happening because on the flip side of the coin I know a lot of people you know breaking rules and getting down and dirty and I can't even hold back I can't even judge it you know like I completely understand like I don't necessarily know if I would do it just because Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I must really, really, really like the person. But even then, I'm like, I don't know who you are, who you're around. And then how if I get sick? Like, how do I explain to people like, yeah, I got sick because, you know, I met up with someone. Mm -hmm, I don't know. But I don't judge it either because I completely get it. And people can do whatever they want. They're grown. Obviously, we're always telling people to be precautious and it's one thing the precaution has always been obviously protect yourself so whether that's when you're going out on a date with someone and you're letting somebody know where you are and who you're with or if it's you know when it's 
about sex and you're telling somebody, okay, you know, protect yourself, use a condom, hey, even get tested together preferably or even if you have been tested can you show me your results whatever that looks like but how do you tell people that you can't even be close to them because of social distancing because there's a disease out here that infects your respiratory health so that's just a completely different element to it and people are linking And I'm thinking, okay, well, are you just linking? And linking means, you know, having sex. Are you guys linking and not kissing? Okay, so then how does that work? Because I can't see myself linking anybody and not kissing. Like, that to me is, is like on some prostitute stuff. Like, I I just can't see how that can happen. But then... Is that okay now because, obviously, social distancing? But does it even matter? Because the minute that you two are, you know, humping and grinding, you might as well kiss because you're already breaking the proximity of closeness that needs to be adhered to. So why not just go all the way? These are all things that, um, you know, me and my friend were talking about. And I just found it really interesting because I just couldn't imagine what it would look like dating at this time and even if it was worth it do you know what I mean like I know for the guys some of y'all must be like you know what you're saving so much money in terms of not taking people out on dates and stuff like that so obviously you know you're saving a bag but trying to find and be more creative now when it comes to dates in terms of social distancing and what does that look like and not gluing yourself physically to a phone or do you just say fuck it and break all social distancing rules for the sake of this person so we were having a chat and we were going back and forth about it and I just found it really really interesting and then we started talking about dates we started talking about you know what does a good date look like post quarantine post lockdown and I said that would be really really good because at the minute now the world is trying to shape itself to some type of normalcy and even then we don't know what normal will look like after this I doubt we would ever go back to being a hundred percent normal until there's a vaccine and even then it's we don't know how long that's going to be and in the interim what does that look like are we going to constantly have to social distance you know every time we meet someone new or you know what is the atmosphere and the vibe going to be when we go out to eat or when we go out to a pub or can we go out to a club or do you know all of these different things or what is going out to the movies even the movies what what would that look like um And it just kind of took me back to some of my early dating years when I was in D.C. We were talking about, um, you know, what what did that look like at the time? And obviously I was so much younger. Uh, I think I was like in my early, yeah, I was in my early 20s. Um, And I was talking about the one time I went on a really bad date. And I just thought, there's nothing worse than getting yourself ready to go on a date 
and you are looking forward to it. You get dressed up. You feel so good about yourself. You look delicious. And the date is a dud. Like, you just might as well gone home, gone to your PJs, and watch shit TV. Like, it, it's just... It's, it's absolutely heartbreaking. And heartbreaking, in a sense, is just... I guess... The waste, yes, the waste of an outfit, the waste of a makeup, just the waste of your time. Oh my god, I can't even tell you how much a bad date sucks. Anyways, um, so I was telling my friend about this bad date, and it all kind of started up. I was talking to this guy, and um, I met him online. So this was the rise of online dating at the time, and while DC is you know really good with um having people um that come from all over the world and everyone's kind of you know working professionals it was really hard for me to meet people outside of work and I was like I joined some social clubs and like some groups and stuff like that but as I said I always had a way of friend zoning guys um, so my roommate at the time decided that we should both join an online dating app. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm so down for it. Anyways, I met this guy and he was working for the government at the time. And we had really good chat, like good chat. And I was like, you know what? I'm excited. Like, let's do this. So I chose a place in Chinatown in D.C. that, um... I really liked, shout out to Clyde's, um, and so I was meant to meet him outside of Clyde's, and anyone who's from the DC area knows that that area is always busy, filled with people, and so I'm standing outside, and I'm dressed to the tens, and I'm getting compliments from guys who are walking by. So, obviously, that is boosting my ego. Your girl's feeling herself. Like, I was, I was like, oh, yes. Like, this is going to be a good date. And then I saw him. And instantly, in the pit of my stomach, like, it dropped. I, I just, I felt sick. I literally felt sick. I've never felt sick. <laughs> I never felt sick in my life going on a date and this wasn't nervousness this was just pure disgust and I was so close to leaving but he clocked me he had seen me and I was like fuck so obviously I can't you know leave I wasn't cold-hearted like that now if I don't like something I'm out of here like I don't even need to explain myself but then I was just I was just too nice so I stayed and I saw him coming and the first thing that I saw was he had um, a McDonald's smoothie and obviously this is in the summertime and he had um, the mango fruit one. Anyone knows McDonald's smoothies? That shit bangs. It is so good. It's so good. So I couldn't fault him for having that. But I was like, mm, timing, sir. Like, this is not a drink that you have pre-going on the date. And if you did have that, like, 
I didn't need to know, like, could you not have finished it up or get it, you know, during your lunch break or, I don't know. Listen, I, I can't even explain why somebody would go into McDonald's before a date, but that tells you everything you need to know about what is going to transpire on this date, okay? So, not only does he have a McDonald's smoothie in his hand, He's popping gum, and I'm talking about popping gum, and I just, I, I just lost it. I just, I was like, oh my god, this is not, this is not who he portrayed himself to be, and I just, oh my god, like even thinking about it now, it makes me laugh, and I'm trying so hard. Not to just bust out laughing because, man, I actually went through it. Your girl went through it on this date. Anyway, so we finally get inside and we're ordering. Mind you, his outfit looked like he was, um, let's just say he was meeting up with the homies. He didn't dress like he was trying to impress me. Let's just say that. While he looked attractive physically facially his dress sense was all wrong all wrong for the date I felt like he had won a prize the way I was set up and I looked like I met some bum off the street and decided to give him a chance like we weren't equally yoked here and that was a problem for me okay so we sat down at the booth and we're ordering and the waiter comes and he goes, oh, do you know, what would you like to drink? So obviously I got myself a glass of wine because I fucking needed it. And um, he orders a water. And I was like, okay, well, he just had a smoothie, but um, okay, a water. Um, okay. All right. So the guy, the waiter comes back with our drinks and then he goes, okay, so are you guys ready to order? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I saw, um, on the appetizers, I wanted, I wanted an appetizer. Okay. I was fucking hungry and he was going to pay. Um, I says, Ooh, nachos, please. And anyone who knows me knows I love nachos, especially as an appetizer. Um, and he looked at me with horror and disgust. And he told the waiter to give us a second. And the waiter looked so shocked. Mind you, it was $9. $9. Okay? Just the appetizer. $9. I looked at him and I said, what's the problem? He said... Oh, I ate. I, I thought I didn't think that you would want an appetizer. You didn't think I would want an appetizer? You asked me out on this date, sir. I get to choose what I want. And he just looked at me and he said, yeah, 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 that's fine. Anyways, I got my appetizer and I ordered my main and we kept it moving and we was talking and I realized I don't like this guy and I am going to keep it strictly platonic. Actually, you know what? I'm not even going to do this. I'm going to rattle him. 
everything that you're not supposed to talk about, politics, religion, hot topics that are short, not even short, is meant to cause debate, let's do this, let's chat, right? Okay, so we're talking everything and the appetizer comes and I start to reach over to tuck in. Mind you, I said that this guy said, A, he, was, he wasn't hungry because he had just eaten his McDonald's. <laughs> B, he questioned me on getting this appetizer. This fool reached over onto the plate. No fork, no cutlery of any type and was spreading the nachos out into sections with his hands. With his fucking hands. I was fuming. I was livid. I was absolutely pissed off. Not only did this fool put his crusty, dusty hands onto my food, he was eating my nachos, the one that he came for me for. So I I just knew that this was the last time I was going to meet this man. This was the last time he would ever be in my presence. So I let him have it. So he ate my nachos. I had maybe two, three bites of the areas he did not touch. Um, and then the man came we went into it. We were talking about politics. We were talking everything possible for me to get this guy to just look at me some type of way and say, I don't like you. I don't want to be with you. The bill comes and I'm holding my breath because I wasn't sure how this was going to go. I always keep money on me. I will never... And I hope no girl ever goes out on a meal without having money to pay for her own meal. Okay? Don't ever do it. Don't. Because you don't want to sit up there embarrassed and he's looking at you, you looking at him. And then you're thinking about, you know, dining and dashing or washing up pots. Don't don't be that girl. Always have your own. And if you don't have money to cover yourself to go on a date, don't go on that date. If you know it requires money, sit your ass at home until you have money to do so. Or be very, very sure that he will never ask you to come out of yours. Those are the only two ways that you can go on a date if you don't have any money but that that could be a different discussion at a later time but anyways he pays for the bill because laura knows i wasn't going to pay for it but he pays for it and we are rounding up and he opens his mouth to tell me that he had such a good time and he would like to see me again 
Yes, I'm doing a dramatic pause because I was flabbergasted that this guy was serious. Like, I I didn't know if he was dealing with... I, I can't even imagine what was going on in his head. I know that, A, I'm good company. I know that anybody would be happy to be around me, will be happy to take me out on a first date. I already know that. I give it as good as I can get. But I really wanted him not to like me, and I did the complete opposite. The boy was hooked. He was hooked. He wanted me at all costs. And I was just like, no, sir, I'm sorry. I don't like you like that. And I said, um, in the most polite way, I don't want to see you again, actually. I don't want to see you again. And he was shocked. He was more shocked at the fact that I said I didn't want to see him again than when I was taken aback by him asking to see me again. Sir, I should be the one shocked, not you. And he was just like, what do you mean? We had such a good time. And I was like, no, you had such a good time. I was just here because I'm not a bitch. I should have been a bitch and left the minute you sat down and ordered water and then ate my nacho. <laughs> but I stuck through that date an hour and 20 minutes, okay? I stuck, I took one for the team, okay? And there was no team. It was just me, myself, and I. So, sir, I don't want to see you again. And obviously, I didn't see him again. But that was just one of, I think, two bad dates I have ever gone on in my life. And I was just thinking, like, can you imagine coming out of lockdown only to go on a bad date? Oh, my God, my heart. I would... I don't know what I would do. I would, <laughs> I would, I would call up my girls and literally be like, I can't even, I can't even, I probably wouldn't, I don't know. Would I tell? Yeah, I, I definitely would tell. But I just can't imagine hyping yourself up to see somebody and then seeing them and being absolutely disappointed in some form or fashion. And it just got me to think that during this pandemic, this is such a good time to vet people. And on one sense, talking to people, and I'm not talking about like, hey, how are you? Like, you really have to talk during this time because there's nothing else to really talk about. Now, there's, I know there's some people that are still, you know, working from home. And like me, some of you are furloughed. So there's so much going on, obviously, in the world today. There's so much that you can share about yourself as a person. And I think this is such a good time to, to actually sit down and have really good chat with someone and get to know them. Because most of the times, we use those dates as opportunities to get people. And sometimes we don't vet people properly. You know, we get blindsided by, you know, having a good time or or sexual, you know, chemistry or, oh my God, they look so good. And that's that. 
But use this time when everyone is kind of in the same boat and in the same position to get to know someone and to really think about, you know, can I actually see myself hanging out with this person? And not use the fact that we're all social distancing and we're all under restrictions to kind of speed up the process. Because that's easy to do. Like, loneliness will have you out here doing some crazy things. Don't let that be you. Use this time to get to know this person and actually ask yourself, what is it that I like about this person? Has this person opened up to me? Am I the one kind of doing the legwork in holding down a conversation? Outside of this, can I see us doing X, Y, and Z? Do our same hobbies line up? Do we like the same things? Is there mutual interest in certain areas? Or are we not compatible at all? Because, you know, on the weekends, I'm normally, you know, inside reading and he's out in the club with his friends till six o'clock in the morning. This is the time to really think about what you're looking for, what you like, what you don't like. That's super important as well. And if you guys are compatible, because there's nothing of, well, it's not nothing, but there's nothing like building this guy in your head and only to come down into reality and he knocks that shit out of the park because he isn't what you thought he would be. He's not the dream guy that you built up in your head with your creative imagination and all this other bits and bobs that you just pulled along the way. No, you want to be with a guy who ticks at least 80% of your boxes. At least 80%. And this is the perfect time to do so. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, use this time to talk to as many people as possible, refine your list or refine your your rotation of who you're really interested in and who you really want to get to know outside, and then use this time to vet them properly and let that communication and that, you know, time of navigating this whole pandemic thing be a way for you to get to know who you are and what you really like in a person. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this chat. Uh, As I said, I will be dropping content every week and I look forward to seeing you guys next week on Let's Chat. Take care. Bye.